0: What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Pinnacle Podcast. This is episode four, where we are going to go over the correct way to file these claims because it's an important topic and it's perfect timing. You know, it's March 1st. Storms are going to start rolling in. Storm season is right around the corner. What better time to learn about filing a claim the correct way, coaching your homeowner through filing a claim the correct way. That way it makes your life easier throughout the entire process. So I appreciate you guys for listening. Appreciate you for tuning in. Uh, Let's get right into it. So what I wanna talk about um, on this episode is exactly what I just said. Learning the correct way to file a claim because there is a correct way. Um, Filing a claim is a lot bigger of a deal than people think it is. Um, or at least the way that I see it and the way that I see people handle it. Um, And so I really want to go over it and really kind of touch on that because I think a lot of um, issues that people have with insurance companies and with the process in general is just where they, just getting off on the wrong foot right from the get-go. And if the claim is not filed correctly, you're going to be fighting an uphill battle a lot of the way, um, and you don't even know why. And it could be just, because of the way the claim was filed, because it does make a difference. And that is one way that insurance companies can get out of a lot of things that you think they shouldn't, or you think they can't. And it's of nobody's fault, except, you know, just the negligence of not coaching the homeowner on how to do it. If you just tell them to file a claim, they're just going to call and start blabbing and say whatever, you know, answer whatever questions that the person on the other end of the phone, ask them and they may not answer the questions the correct way. They may give away too much information. They may not give enough information. So right from the get go, you're just fighting an uphill battle that is just going to make your life harder throughout the entire process. It's not going to be impossible. You can still make things happen, but it's definitely not going to be as smooth. You're going to be a lot more frustrated with it and it's going to be discouraging. So why not learn how to do it the correct way? And, Follow all the other steps that I teach here and have it go smoothly and, you know, make your easy money and go on down the road to the next one. So what it all starts with is knowing what you're filing the claim for. So a lot of people will just say, always file for wind and hail. You can do that. I don't always do that because I don't think it's necessary if you know that there's not any bit of hail or if you know that there's not a storm date anytime recently or you know things like that sometimes it's not always needed but you know if it is close and you know maybe there's obviously more wind and that's really what you're trying to get it bought for anyway but maybe there's a, a couple things that might be considered hail and you might have a little storm date or something recently then yeah filing it filing it for both even if one is drastically More prominent than the other, then that's still fine. Um, But nonetheless, uh, know what you're filing it for. If you're filing it for wind, if you're filing it for hail, if you're filing it for both, know your storm dates. Know, you know, if you are filing it for hail, know the size of the hail and when it hit and the direction that the storm came from. That's a big one. Um, A lot of people don't think of that. They just think, oh, a storm hit this date and look the hail report says that it was inch and a quarter hail and that's all they go with. And then when they get to the roof, they don't, you know, they don't know where to take the adjuster. That's a huge part of it. And that's a huge part of the process, not necessarily in filing the claim, but that's a huge part. So know the date, know the size, know your shit before you get there with the adjuster, because the adjuster, I promise you, is either going to know their shit or they're at least going to be able to act like they know their shit. So um, if you know it, then you'll be good. And if you know it, then you'll know whether they know or if they're just bullshitting you. And either way, you're coming out on, uh, on top there. So um, know your shit, first of all. Know why you're filing the claim. And then once you know it, educate the homeowner on it. Another big thing is educating the homeowner on not talking too much while they're on the phone with the insurance company. So a big thing that people do is they just tell them to file a claim and the homeowner has no idea. They maybe have never even filed a claim on the roof before, so they don't even know what the process is like. And then they start getting asked all these questions on the phone and Of course, they're just going to start answering them. They don't know any better. Um, And most people that you come across, believe it or not, are going to think that the insurance company is on their side. So they're they're not going to think, oh, these questions that my insurance company is asking me are bad, or if I answer a certain way, they're not going to do something. And that's just simply not true. Whatever the homeowner says on the phone can be used against them, whether they realize it or whether you realize it or not. So it is extremely important to educate them on that process and educate them that in the scenario of filing an insurance claim, ignorance is bliss. The less they know, the better. And the insurance company is going to pretend like they need to know everything. The insurance company is going to pretend like they need to know the exact date that their shingles blew off and, uh, you know, how fast the wind was blowing and they don't it's not the homeowner's job to know weather patterns and to know exact dates of things um so educate them on that and tell them you know when you file a claim they are going to press you for when specifically did this damage happen and they don't have to know specifically when it happened so you know we have storms pretty frequently don't know when it happened Looked down one day and saw some shingles laying in my yard. I don't know when it happened. Uh, You know, I could have been out of town, whatever. It doesn't matter. They're going to press them because they want them to say something that they could use against them. They want them to say, you know, that they knew something that they should have done before whatever. But so the less they know, the better. Whether they actually know it or not, I don't care if they do know the exact time down to the second of when the shingles blew off tell the insurance company they don't know Um, it works out better it's going to make your life a lot easier it's going to make it a lot smoother the less they say on the phone the better a lot of times that these that these claims processes are not working out and they're you're dragging your feet through the mud is because of something that the person said on the phone i like I don't know how many times I've been going like just for whatever reason on a case that should just be cut and dry. I'm dragging my feet through the mud. And then when I finally get down to the nitty gritty with the adjuster and we look at the file, it's because of some way that the claim was filed or whether it was some certain date that should have never even been on there in the first place or whatever. The adjusters are given a file with all the information that the homeowner has given them and they are instructed to look at that case with the information that's in the file. So if the incorrect date of loss, or if the date of loss is incorrect on the file, and it says, you know, it was over a year ago or something like that, um, whether it's true or not, that's how they're gonna show up and that's how they're gonna do their inspection, and that's how they're gonna act towards you. And they may not even say that flat out. You may have no idea they may just be not even looking at any type of damage whatsoever that and they may just be ignoring whatever you're telling them and it's because they have a data loss that's over a year ago and so in their mind they're going to deny it no matter what because it should have been taken care of in the past year and that could just be Like I said, completely false. It's happened to me several times where, like I said, it should be a cut and dry case. And then finally, after going back and forth for so long, we're finally like, listen, we need to figure out what's going on here. We look at the file and, you know, the data loss is from a year ago or it's just completely incorrect. And so they're using that incorrect date to say, you know, oh, there was no hail here. or Oh, this was a year ago or yada, 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 whatever the case may be. It doesn't matter what matters Is somewhere along the way, those homeowners said something that made whoever was on the phone put the incorrect date of loss or put the incorrect type of loss or, like I said, whatever the case may be. And it just makes the whole entire process muddy from there and where it should be easy. So you want to make sure that the homeowners know how important it is that when they are on the phone, they are saying what you tell them to say, and you need to tell them exactly what to say. And you need to know the questions that the person on the phone is going to ask, you know, the information that they need. And those things consist of things like, you know, they are going to press them for a specific date of loss. Like I said, they're going whenever they call and they say, I have shingles blown off my house and I had a roofer come out and do an inspection and they told me to call you guys they are going to press them for a specific date that this loss happened they just are they're going to press them for you know that information because like i said you never know if the homeowner slips up and says well actually you know i did notice one missing uh you know last year and i just didn't think it was that big of a deal and then i i noticed another one so i called you guys well guess what They just said last year, so now the whoever's on the other end of the phone is going to put the data loss for over a year ago, and then the adjuster's going to come out and give you a hard time. Maybe not 100% of the time, but a lot of times. And they, a lot of times, get out of having to pay for things because of how the homeowner responds to things like that. So. You're all, and you, the the talkative homeowners are the worst. If you need to, you need to say, you know, we need to schedule this for a time. You're not going to be home or you just need to stay inside. And I've had those customers too, and I've had to do that. I've had to say, listen, you know, you while we're out here, if you want to get your roof replaced, you need to stay inside because I know that they're going to say something that's going to hurt the case. And I work with a lot of people that have been – in the same exact scenario where they've had to say, go inside. And they, and the customer, because they would not listen and they would not just keep their mouth shut, lost out on a lot of things that could have been granted to them. Had they not just started talking and saying they noticed something last year or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, but that's just, it's something that seems so silly and something that, I think I think a lot of people have in their head that, you know, insurance companies should just do the right thing. And yes, insurance companies should do the right thing, but I think a lot of people have the incorrect mentality of what the right thing is for an insurance company. An insurance company owes for an insurable loss. An insurance company is not there to just pay for things whenever something breaks or whenever you want something new or because your neighbor got a new roof or whatever, you know, yes, you pay, you're you paying your premiums every year, no matter what, whether you have a loss or not, or whether you're using your insurance or not, but that's exactly, that's what it is. It's insurance and it's a gamble on whether you're going to use it or not. But more often than not, it's better to have it because you're giving up what the 900 bucks a year. Well, guess what? If your house burns down, Uh, you're going to be glad to give up that 900 bucks a year to, for them to pay, to have your house rebuilt. So, but beside the point, the right thing for an insurance company to do is to pay for an insurable loss. So yes, if you are arguing and you are fighting an insurable loss, then yes, that is what they owe for. But they do not owe for just whatever, you know, you feel they owe for because the customer pays their premiums. Um, And so I think it's important to get that out of your head to understand exactly what an insurance company is there for. Um, They're not there to, you know, like I said, just pay for things when they break, pay for things when your neighbors get new things or whatever. They're there to pay for an insurable loss. So if they are paying for an insurable loss, they're doing the right thing. Um, And... (sighs) It's, I don't, it's just really important to understand that. So many people get caught up in the insurance world expecting insurance to do things that they are not there to do, and that's why they get frustrated, and that's why this whole thing gets clouded and muddy and harder for them because they're arguing, f- arguing and fighting for things that the insurance company doesn't actually owe for. Um, but uh, we'll circle back around to actually things that are more related to a claim kind of went on a little tangent there but um so yeah anyway the the smallest little things like you know just like I said saying they noticed something last year or um you know they whatever that's just the easy one that comes to my mind because I, I think I've had that happen more often than anything else a homeowner saying well I've noticed that shingle was gone last year but you know I wasn't worried I didn't think it was a big deal that one shingle because it wasn't leaking or whatever else and so that's just kind of what I keep going to but just those small little things that you don't think are a big deal they are because like I said whoever is they're on the phone with or even if you know it's say it's past that the adjusters already at their house the let they need like to not talk at all when the adjuster's there. Like if the adjuster says something to them, sure, they can you know, say, hey, they can, if they want, I've had some really anal customers where they want to be right there with you the whole time and they want to hear and know what's going on and that's fine, but they just need to be made aware, hey, don't talk and ruin this. So if the adjuster asks you a question and it's something that you can easily answer and it's no big deal, then yeah, answer it. And if it's something that's like, asking for something when specifically it happened, something like that, just say, I don't know. It's not bad or incorrect for the homeowner to not know. And that's where I say, in in this industry, especially with homeowners, well, with homeowners more than anything, ignorance is bliss. The less they know, the better. Because as soon as you get a know-it-all customer, you're gonna understand exactly what I'm talking about because that know-it-all customer is going to ruin your easy ride, especially if you don't coach them the correct way. If you don't coach the know-it-all customers and you can't recognize that they're a know-it-all customer and control that, you are in for a long, bumpy ride. Because they are gonna say things that they don't need to be saying, they're going to think that they know how this is gonna work and they are gonna make it difficult. So. Coach them, educate them, let them know that their insurance company is not necessarily on their side. doesn't mean they're against them, but it doesn't mean that they're just going to come out and hear everything that they're saying and automatically pay for things. You're the professional. I'm the professional. We as a whole are the professionals. We should be handling this side of the process and we should be knowing it the information that is given to them, and the information that we receive. The homeowner should not have that on their shoulders, and most of the time they don't want that on their shoulders. They want to hire someone who knows how to navigate through this, who knows how to get it taken care of where they don't have to mess with it at all. So learn this stuff. Learn, like I said, learn. There's a whole lot of stuff that goes into it. And, I, you know, I would love to cover it all, but learn the difference between date of discovery and date of loss. That's a huge one. You know, if you don't know what it is, there's two different ways that insurance companies can look at damage. And that's date of discovery and date of loss. The only difference between the two is date of discovery is the date that the damage was discovered. And not doesn't matter when it actually took place. It just matters when it was actually discovered and when. They were made aware that they had the damage and then date of loss is the actual date and time that the loss took place. This is important because some insurance policies are written up as date of loss insurance policies, which means that they need to be filed a year within the date of loss. And that is a real thing. You know, there's a big stigma Around that kind of being just a myth and a thing that adjusters use to get out of certain things, and it 100% is in a lot of cases. A lot of times they will use that as just a ploy to get out of something um, or to get, you know, a contractor to just back off and not go through with the claim. But a lot of times it's not true. So if a policy is written, and this is, it's important to know this because. I've seen people argue this with adjusters and with insurance companies and they're just, you know, they're going at it tooth and nail. But in reality, the insurance policy is actually written a date of the law. So the insurance company has every single leg to stand on and it's in a sound argument. So it's, it's extremely important to know the difference between those two and to know if your homeowner, which one your homeowner has. So, date of discovery or date of loss is when the loss or the damage actually happened. Um, and that usually gives you each insurance company, uh, has different time periods of when the loss needs to be discovered and reported. So typically it's a year. Um, typically if it's a date of loss insurance policy, then you have a year to file the claim. Um, and that that damage or loss be covered. Some insurance companies go as little as six months. I've even seen some as five months. Um, it really just depends on the company. It depends on the type of policies. A lot of people don't know that there are more than one type of homeowner's policy. It's not just a a homeowner's policy and that's just it. There are multiple types of homeowner's policies. So, and it's, it's like everything else. You have your baseline and then You have your Bentleys. So, you know, you got your Honda Civics of homeowner policies and you got your Bentleys of homeowner policies. So, and you know, one's going to be cheaper than the other. So it's important to know what the homeowners have because that is going to play a role in what's covered and what isn't. And whether it's date of loss or date of discovery, or if it is date of loss, how much time you have to discover the loss and file the claim and you know get that taken care of. A lot of people don't even realize this and they don't even think about it. They just say, file a claim and they go on. You've gotta know these things. The more you know, the better off you're gonna be and the easier it is gonna get for you. So understand that there are multiple different types and grades of homeowner policies, some being a lot cheaper, some being a lot more expensive. If you're dealing with a cheaper one, there's going to be a lot of exclusions in there. There's going to be a lot of things that they don't have to pay for. There's going to be a lot higher deductibles. That's why they are cheaper. There's a reason that some homeowners policies are cheaper than others because the, the ones that are more expensive are obviously now some you're just getting a higher quote and that's just the way it is. But when they're a lot more expensive and when it's a higher grade of homeowners policy, then you're getting a lot less exclusions, which means you're getting a lot more covered and you're going to have a lot easier time getting things paid for when you do have a loss. Um, Now, that doesn't mean that if you have a super cheap homeowners homeowners policy that nothing is going to be covered. It just means that there are going to be certain exclusions. There might be higher deductibles, things like that, and that is just something to be aware of because you need to know that going into it. Just like you need to know that, you know, a really easy example is knowing if someone has an RCV policy or an ACV policy, you know, you need to know that because when you're going over the payment schedule with your homeowner, if they have an ACV policy, then they need to be made aware of right away that they're going to be responsible for that depreciation because their insurance company is not going to pay them that depreciation, nor should they. If, they sign, if the homeowner signs off on an ACV policy, then they signed off on it, and that's what they pay for. And that's no one's fault except for the homeowners. That's what they chose, that's what they signed off on, and that's what they pay for. So, you know, that's not a area, and I've seen people do it, where they'll just argue with the insurance company of, you know, well, you owe this to our customer, and blah, 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 and I've done this work and I need this money. Well, no, actually they don't owe that to them. Um, you know, they, they signed the paper every year saying that they were only going to get covered for actual cash value. So the insurance company doesn't know the depreciation in that scenario. So, and it's just like everything else, you know, the more, you know, about your customer's policy, the more, you know, about the insurance company, the more, you know, about the situation, the easier it is going to be, the harder it is going to be for the adjusters to fight you. And guess what? When the adjusters realize you know what you're talking about, you've done your homework, you know your shit, they don't push back as much because they know. An adjuster, I promise you, adjusters are great salesmen, whether you realize it or not. They, can, they are trained to sell you on shit every day. They're trained to sell you that there's no damage. They're trained to sell you that state farm policy says they don't pay for flashing. They're trained to sell you on anything. You know, the saying sell or be sold is very true in this industry. You are either going to sell somebody on something or you're going to be sold on something, whether that's with the homeowner, whether that's with the adjuster, whether that's with whoever else, the supplier, anything, whatever. You know, you are either going to sell someone something or you are going to be sold on something. And these adjusters are constantly selling you all on a lot of stuff and you don't even realize it. You know, the the whole state, you know, state farm policy says we don't pay for flashing. That's a sales tactic. They're just saving money there. They're selling you on the fact that they don't pay for flashing. And you know what? Thousands and thousands of contractors a year just throw their hands up in the air and they go, yeah, state farm doesn't pay for flashing. And that they truly believe that. And that's okay, but... That's why I'm here to educate you on the fact that that's not true. If someone ever tells you it's state farm policy not to pay for step flashing, they're lying. It's a that is just a downright sales tactic to get you to go away and them not give you more money. Um, that was another little side tangent there, but it's still very useful information. So, back to the main point: know your shit. Know the different types of insurance policies know that what they cover what they don't know the exclusions know the difference between date of loss and date of discovery know all of that stuff so that when you are telling your homeowner to file a claim you can educate them on all of that because when you educate them all on all of that that just elevates you in their eyes so much more than you already were they're gonna go wow this guy really knows what he's talking about And then after you do that and it goes super smoothly, they're going to, I mean, they're going to be mind blown because there's not a lot of people out there that understand it and there's not a lot of people out there that can execute it perfectly every time. But follow me, keep listening, and we'll get you there. That's my goal. My goal is to help you guys navigate this, help you guys learn all of this information and Get better and grow. And through all of this, I don't want, I'm not trying to, and I will say this over and over, and I might say it on every episode, I might say it on every Instagram and Facebook post, this is not about screwing the insurance company, this is not about taking everything you can from the insurance company. This is about learning the correct way to go through this, learning the correct information, having the correct knowledge, and doing this shit cleanly and getting paid for the work that you do fairly and cleanly and not just trying to screw the insurance company. That's not what we're here to do. We're not here to file claims on everything. We're not here to, to do all that. If there is legitimate damage on a roof, yes, file a claim. And when you do that, I hope that the information that I give you helps make that process very easy you get on a roof and there's not legitimate damage you tell you say guess what great news you don't have storm damage maybe they still need a new roof though so that's when you sell them a cash price but this is not a ploy to let's get back at the insurance company let's really stick it to them no it's we're gonna do this fairly and honestly i think Honesty is, I think, what's gotten me to every great point in my life. And that's what I'm always going to stick to. I'm always going to be honest with you all, and I'm going to be honest with anybody that's sitting in front of me. So, and I would expect the same out of every other person. There's not, there's a lot of very dishonest people in this industry, but it happens. Ignore them and move on. Go the other way. But for the honest ones, that's all I'm here to just teach you how to do this honestly. And educate you honestly so that you can make an honest living. And whatever your why is of why you wake up in the morning and why you do this and why you want to make the money, I want to help you make more money and achieve shit that you never even dreamed of. So, with that being said, learn all this information and help it in your claims process. And when these storms start to hit this month and next month and in the next couple months, Think about it, and we're gonna really, we're, the next couple months, we're gonna really be talking about this a lot because it's gonna be huge. But start the claims process off right and make it easy for yourself. Educate the homeowners, file the claims correctly, understand the differences in insurance policies. And I would be glad to go over the differences in detail um, with anyone who wants to know. So definitely, you know, if you have a question about that, hit me up on Facebook or Instagram. And I would be happy to go over it's. I just don't want to do it on an episode like this where multiple people might be listening and it could be really long and boring and tedious. But for anyone who wants to know, more than happy to go over the differences, more than happy to dive deeper in depth with that. Um, but just to recap, ignorance is bliss. The less the homeowner knows, the less the homeowner says to the insurance company, the better off you are you need to control what the insurance company hears and sees and it's going to make your life way easier learn the differences between active or uh, not act but date of loss and date of discovery Um, learn how that plays a role into you filing this claim because you may learn that on some instances because of those two things things you may not even have a right to file a claim So learn the differences in those, learn the differences in homeowner's policies and the exclusions and the deductibles and things like that. And like I said, if you have any questions, please feel free to DM me. My DMs are always open. I always answer questions. Um, I love them because I love the engagement because that's where I get ideas to make these episodes and to make videos on Instagram and Facebook and things like that. So please keep them coming. Please um, keep engaging. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Thanks.